Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. Take time to unwind with G and Key. Join us as we discuss life, love, and all of the above. Grab your wine and unwind with your new favorite duo, where happiness is an inside job and loving yourself first is the key. The Weekly Wind Down. Let's get geeked this week. You can find the Weekly Wind Down every Sunday, everywhere you listen to podcasts. On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, yours truly is joined by DJ High Star. We talk about the NBA playoffs. We talk about the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame. Quick hits and your emails. Let's go. Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's oozing out your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back. Welcome back. That's right. It's Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff. Welcome back to another episode. We are excited to be here with you guys again. And yeah, y'all dig it. You feel it. You hear the new intro. We out here like that, man. So we just try to do something different. Keep the people engaged. Keep them entertained. You know, have you guys coming back, wanting more, seeing more, doing more. So again, as always, it's your man, Big Cliff. This is Carolina Sports Talk. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. Also, make sure you hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. And you can find me on the Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk. Uh, as always, I am coming to you live in the heart of the Carolinas. I'm rocking with my guy, though, fan favorite. Y'all already know who he is. DJ High Star in the building. Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? That's a nice new intro there. Preach. Big Cliff. Yeah, Preach. Man. A little TT, you know, a little something. So even though I know what you did this weekend, bro, you want to highlight the folks and let them know what you got going on, what, what you was up to this weekend? Uh, Good fellowship with the fraternity. Yes. You know, the Roy greatest. Of the Q's. Yeah, the greatest fraternity in the galaxy. Uh, real good fellowship with the guys on... Uh, Sunday, I was kicking it, and you know, just monitoring how the playoff slots fell, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, toward the, so that was that was the main thing, really. Yeah, I know you were excited about that, but we'll get into that a little, little TT a little while later. But um, since you mentioned the NBA, let's go ahead and jump off and uh, start right there. Uh, as many of you knew or have heard. The 2020 class of the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame was enshrined this year due to the pandemic. Uh, the class was headlined by Kobe Bean Bryant, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett, man. Uh, y'all know me as a Lakers fan and, and everything. This one was real, real, real near and dear to me with Kobe being posthumously uh, admitted into it. And um, I, I, I just was at a loss of words, just even with everything that Vanessa was saying and just overall experience as a whole man but that, that's kind of what stuck out stuck out for me of the whole ceremony but what for you was the kind of lead or what was the big shot for that very classy um ceremony um especially with vanessa's speech uh, a lot of quotables in there and, and good takeaways but also when what's the uh year after um they retire that the eligibility comes up 
What, what's that year count, I guess? 11, I think Something like that? Yeah. So, all right. So, I was born in 86. Mm-hmm. So, the dream team, if you will, of 96 was my first uh, real, um, you know, comprehension of basketball and stuff okay. And, okay. and all of that. So, I've really seen all of these guys from the start of their professional careers mm-hmm. all the way through the end of their professional careers, respectively. So... It you know again it just stood out to me and it's always a timestamp for me of course like of dag time flies you know big facts and um, you know it, again it's of course people that we uh, taken for granted I guess seeing their greatness in in real time so when you remember seeing the Celtics playing whoever and getting their rings mm-hmm. or whatever and how how they were executing their dominating or whatever like that at the level they were when we saw the Lakers dominating at the level they was. You know, or the Spurs even with their consistency. Yep. And you take it for granted almost that this will always happen, or Popovich will always be there, or they always gonna have they, you know, because what you're seeing. And then you look back, and the fuzziness of, you know, the definition of a lot of the TV and the live sports mm-hmm. is even crazier. Where you'd be like, "Dag, was I living in the '80s or something?" <laughs> no, for real. And and like you said, that time blew by, bro. Like I remember. Kobe Bryant being upset and being like, you know what, Lakers, y'all can trade me. And then sticking around and winning two more rings. I remember even further back when Charlotte drafted him, like we had kind of heard about a dude, but wasn't like, man, back then wasn't really looking for no Kobe. Mm-hmm. But like when he got with the Lakers, it's like, okay, let's see what this going to be. And then when they got shot, no, it's like it was just perfect timing. And to have watched that and really, as you said, coming up from a young cat then and watching them in their young state, learning the game, growing and maturing. We did that through life basically with them boys. Exactly. Watching them, man. I think exactly. that's why even with Kobe, why it hurt me as hard as it did. Like, bro, I remember exactly. It's like 9-11 for me, bro. I literally remember sitting in my office at work like, yo, Kobe, what? What? Yeah. And then on the ride home, people starting to call and call and call. And like, yo, Kobe dead, bro. Like, yo, this is like. And then as the stuff started unfolding, it was wild, man. And so, like I said, Kobe having that type of effect and being a legendary player is what it is. And, and just even his mark on the league. But think about it like this. Only six NBA players have made the all-star team at least 15 times. Bryant, Duncan, and Garnett are three of the six. Mm. And that's ever. And the mm. other three include uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaq, and LeBron. Mm. And so, like, for that much consistent and like we were just talking about let the longevity of high caliber play to all be enshrined at once was it was, was kind of dope to me yeah, man. yeah now let me ask you a question they there were some who said based on that 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 was the reason that chris boss did chris bosh didn't get in last year because they wanted to preserve some of that icon status and level because dog is a hall of famer he's but he ain't like to their level what mm-hmm. are your thoughts on that you think that that's that took a plate, or you think mm-hmm. that's even legit? What? Yeah, it's a again, it's an eligibility versus seniority thing, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, PR wise, it looks better, you know. And then also, NBA being saved by the um, catastrophe that COVID was, and being able to kind of still patch it up, you know what I mean? And we got you on the, you know what I'm saying, on the next go around yeah. or whatever like that, and still. And do that. So yeah, I, I definitely think it was a it was a play on on seniority, if you will, w- with having those three guys. If you if you had those four, you know, it's like with those memes, and you'd be like, if you couldn't listen to one of these people, and right, put up right. four classic rappers <laughs> or whatever like that, you know, he just got that short end of the stick. 
man, yeah, it's crazy. Like, just thinking about that and just even the standards, like, for admission to the hall and how it's not consistent and how some, like, even the MVP voting is the same way. Like, some people thinking, oh, well, it's the most valuable player. Others thinking, oh, it's the most, the best player on the best team and things like that. Right. So, uh, right. I'm with the, so, because. I see that. Yeah, I see with this topic, we we recognize in 2020, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> 2021. Right. So let's get to it. Like, <laughs> like my connotations for one Chris Weber is selfishness mm. throughout anything that I hear because of what I've seen. So and I hope this gets to their ears, perhaps and, and whatever. It could right. go viral if it wants. But some players that don't get a ring have the individual accolades always on their mind and know that they could get busy and mm-hmm. run stuff up. And then some are always striving to get a ring. Like somebody like Russell Westbrook, would you think that he's just he's striving to get a ring or that he's looking to run up individual um, accolades? I think that dude's trying to get a ring. Me he, as well. He only plays Me one well. way, and that's all he knows. Me as well. He's not like, oh, well, let me get mine later for y'all cats. No, he's like well. throwing it out there, bro. So, again, with the uh, Chris Webber, I just take as a – me versus we type of person. Yeah. You know, so I versus us type of person. Now, you know who I wouldn't want to be in the class of 2021? Big Ben. Because he's in here with the fired class, man. Like, both of these cats got fired from their jobs on their day off. Like, (laughs) oh, yeah, Paul Pierce. (laughs) That's why he was chilling. He knew. Exactly. He was like, yo. Y'all can go ahead and fire me. Right. I'm going to have that title. orange jacket in a minute. Yeah. See? See? Classic. Now Big Ben. Insert meme. (laughs) Now Big Ben like, yo, I'm out here trying to sell cars. These cats out here losing their jobs. Wow. Man. Like. (laughs) It's like when you see the Slam magazines and they have like the the draft class or whatever like that. And say like, oh, this year, this is a fly class. And then they have a class that like. (laughs) All right. (laughs) A little oh, drop off, just a little drop but off. But next year's class, right? Like they're already looking at twenty twenty two. Like, and, and that's no shade because at the end of the day, these guys have were icons. They got Absolutely. championships. Respect, definitely. You know what I mean? And, and well, they, some of them got championships. Right? Yeah, well, a lot of them do, but some of them don't. Some of them. Well, Big Ben got one. Oh, Bosch got one. No, everyone got no. Oh, okay, all right. You can continue on, bro. I don't even. I made my points. <laughs> Look, you see how quick I forgot about that dude just that instantly. Like, what? Yeah, you think he is Chris gonna... Webber, man? I'm just taking shots at him. Yeah, facts. I mean, what are you gonna do? Call it, yo, Chris Webber. If you've got issues with what we've discussed here today here on Carolina Sports Talk, email may, the show. It may we'll give you a gig. Be, it may partly be due to like some of his commentary, like him. Oh, I hate it. That's no, like, what I'm saying. I hate so that dude. That's, that's, where it's, <laughs> that's where it's rooted in, perhaps. No, most definitely for me, bro. Because like. Listening to him on there, like people are like, well, he's got great insight. He's dry as toast. And telling exactly what's right before us. But anyways. You know. Well, here he comes down bouncing the ball. You know, back when I played, we also bounced the basketball. Like, bro, like that's not insightful. And he just was dry and monotone, but neither here nor there. Don't ever see, want to see nobody lose their job. Message. So, yeah, we just really, really, really wish them the best. But speaking of people losing their jobs, you know what time it is right now, bro, right? Nah. Playoffs? <laughs> Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah. Playoffs, bro. It is time for the National Basketball Association Playoffs. More specifically, this year we are looking at the play-in tournament. Um, 
the dates start, the play-in tournament starts May 18th with the seven seeds and the eight seeds in both respective conferences playing with the winner of that game uh, automatically getting the seven seed. You will have the nine seeds and the 10 seeds in each conference playing. The winner of that game will go on to play the loser of the seven, eight seed and the, and the loser of that game automatically is out of the playoff. And then the winner gets the eighth seed. It's definitely something different. We've heard a lot of guys throughout the year saying how much they don't like it. Some of thinking it's dumb, but at the end of the day, it has caused a lot more drama at the end of the season. And I'm low-key more excited for the playoffs, more specifically because my Los Angeles Lakers are the seventh seed in the West and will be opening up the play-in tournament uh, against the Golden State Warriors with one of the hottest players on the planet, Mr. Wardell Stephen Curry. Bruh. What my Lakers gonna do, man? Like, I don't know. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you at all nervous for the Lakers? Let's go. Let's let's start there. I don't. I don't rate the Lakers. I'm not. I'm not here for the Lakers, so I don't really care. You don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I, and then on the flip side, I really like the Warriors. That's always. That's been uh, my. That's because okay, we're gonna get to the Knicks, of course, but they've been bad for so long that my team to root for, especially postseason team. Has been the Warriors, especially because okay. the Charlotte roots and all of that. Right, right, right. So, and the Panther fan. What do you want me to do? I want you to not root against my Lakers yeah, or not am care. I, am I nervous for the Lakers? <laughs> Bro, I'm nervous for the Lakers. But in the, at the end of the day, especially with we're gonna rise or fall on LeBron James's health right now, bro. Like Absolutely. it is it it's it's good to see AD playing the game and playing the ball that he has. We've seemed to have um, acclimated all of the pieces in. We've got a healthy uh, Schroeder. Well, I say healthy, but out of the protocol, Schroeder. Um, I'm looking. I'm interested in seeing what the ball eagle his health looks like. But health is going to depend and really hinge what happens with us in this postseason. Uh, overall, in the playoffs in the West, we also have the Carolina guy himself, Mr. John Morant, and his ninth yes, seeded sir. Memphis Grizzlies taking on the tenth seed Spurs. And, and I, I just want to get your overview. We'll go back and get picks on all of the first-round series, uh, including the play-ins in a little bit at the end of this segment. But um, what are your thoughts on that? What you think? Yeah, man. I'm Listen, I'm a John Morant fan or close to follower, supporter. What a close thing you get to a fan. That's my guy. So, uh, I mean, him, the matchup with him and DeRozan, everything is fine with DeRozan, I suppose, right? Yeah, yeah. Cali versus uh, Sumter, South Carolina. Sumter. Shout out. You know, 803. It should be exciting. I it's going to bring up uh because with Memphis, they're I believe number one with points scored in the paint. Mm-hmm. And so that just speaks to the rebounding and the putback, second chance points, but also how much he drives. So it's gonna be a back and forth of buckets, you know what I mean, in that game. And that and that's I am absolutely excited for the young boy to be in this postseason. But I'm really looking forward to see what he does this offseason with a chance to really, you know, rest, relax, work on his game. Because the boy, it, 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 I don't want to see him turn into Russell Westbrook and be a walking triple-double and can't hit a three from, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has too much talent, too much tenacity. I see that Mamba mentality in him. Um, again, Carolina kids, so we're going to rock for him. But, no, I need bro to be a better shooter. I watched a game with them playing um, the other night, and the defenders, as he was coming to drive, they, as soon as he hits the three-point line they, and stops, they keep going. They're like, no, you, you got it. Like, they would literally double and triple team other players waiting on him to pass. And like, yo, no, you go ahead and shoot it. And every time he shot it, he missed. Yeah. 
Same thing, like I said, the Russell Westbrook syndrome. Even Giannis has begun to work on that in his game and introduce that three-point to, to make them respect. Yes, he can drive to the hole, but he can also pull up from out here too. So that's one thing that I'm definitely looking for Ja to do. I don't know if he's going to do it against Pop and the Spurs, but um, we'll see. Now, over on the east side, we have the 7-8 matchup, the Boston Celtics against Russ and Mr. Beal over there in the, in Washington. Um, Boston has not been playing some their best ball as of late, and then with the injury, um, I don't know how much I'm I'm, I'm going to go favor them as the seven seed going in. But what are your thoughts on that game, bro? Well, to your point, they haven't been playing great ball all season, and I even with somebody like right now, it's just that you don't reward poor play, right? So, right. It, in you know the ways of the universe and how karma should have it. It's like you shouldn't be rewarded for the mistakes that you guys have hiccuped all the way through. The fact that y'all are number seven, y'all really should be in lower. exactly where the Knicks are, perhaps, or you know, uh, perhaps a, you know a, a three or a five. But from sloppy play and stuff like that, and taking things for granted this season, um, I think Jason Tatum has leaned a lot on his skill and mm-hmm. the fact of in his ability versus kind of. Um, I don't want to say buying into the team mentality because I think all of them are great team players. But it's just, yeah, it's just with, with injuries, you know, that chemistry isn't always present. But it's, it seemed like there hasn't been chemistry off the court for them as well for some reason where they they haven't played to the caliber where they should be rewarded to, you know what I mean, to to um, advance in the playoffs. Word. I agree. And honestly, um, I don't I don't think there are. Bradley Beal says he's not 100%, but – if he's at 96, 95, if he's at 90%, I see the two of them being able to push them past the Boston Celtics in the first round. But we'll get to the picks in just a second. The 9-10 seed in the East is uh, the Charlotte Hornets. That's the 10 seed against the Indianapolis, Indiana Pacers. <laughs> I just want Charlotte to win because it's their home team, bro. Absolutely. Uh, and ball has been balling, bro. Like, is there any doubt that he's the rookie of the year? Nah, I'm not. I mean, listen. Yeah, as advertised, and yeah, I'm just glad he's healthy and playing. Okay, but as advertised, I. What? Who else will we have? Anthony Edwards? Or? Yeah, yeah. I think, and he's the only other one even really making the noise and comparing for him. So, we definitely will see. Now, let's go. Let's jump back over to the West for a second. We are going to sim the play-in tournament really quickly, and then we'll lock in all of the first-round matchups for the West and the East. So, in the seven ten, excuse me, the seven eight matchup to get the seven seed, are you taking the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors? Golden State, yowza! All right, and then the nine ten mm-hmm. game, Memphis or San Antonio? Memphis. All right, so you're going to put Golden State as the seven seed. And for the eighth well, seed, yeah, yeah, excuse me, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and for the eighth seed, you've got a matchup of the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Who was, is going to win that matchup? Los Angeles. Okay, so that locks in LA as the eighth seed. They would be competing against the Utah Jazz in the first round, which is interesting that you do that, and we'll talk about why in a second. And then that would have Phoenix in a first round matchup against the Golden State Warriors. I love it. 
All right. The L.A. Clippers are in the top half of that bracket in the 4-5 matchup against the Dallas um, Mavericks. And then we've got Denver and Portland in the 3-6. They've now, got a great playoff lineup. Bro, it is, oh, it's going to be some bananas balls this year. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Meanwhile, so in the top half of that bracket, it is interesting that you have my Lakers as the eight seed. I don't. I have them as the seven seed, but let's talk about them if they were the eight. If the way that you scenarioed it out plays out, the Lakers would be the eight seed playing Utah. That potentially leads for in the semifinal round, the second round, a matchup of the Clippers and the Lakers. Everybody has been waiting for this for a long time. We, it was the matchup we thought we were going to have in the finals last year, but the Clippers didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Um, but might not either um, this year. But we'll talk about that. Go ahead. Ooh. So no, let's talk about it right now. So you think Luca and uh, the the unicorn, the seven foot unicorn, might have something for the Clippers? Absolutely. Why? Do you think Kawhi's not healthy, or what? Do you, what I mean, how do you put them over the Clippers? No, I mean, listen. And call it a hunch, you call it the eye test, or whatever you want to call it. I just, I don't think it's going to be an easy series. Luca has uh, a great performance in his resume from last playoff in a bubble, uh huh. And I think he's ready to show up. I think he's listen. They're not. It's not a fearful thing. The claw isn't a fearful name like that, like it was two years ago. What about playoff P? <laughs> Look, I appreciate all the stuff he's done this season thus far, but let's see. I'm not. I don't want to make no cold takes, but let's see. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll, I'll be bold enough to say let's see. Okay. And that, like, so with with that whole series, you know, I give them four percent chance to beat the Los Angeles Clippers. And I don't even like the Clippers, but at the end of the day, the way that they have load managed and the way that Teron Lue has played his players to have them still cohesive but well rested and energized, I think. One, he did it for two. Well, I think he did it for two purposes. The first, because he simply knew that he did not want the Lakers in his half of the bracket, so he was like, "No, no, we're good. I'm, I'm slide down." Now, in your scenario, it still puts him in that half anyway. But I think he did that knowing that we are likely going to beat Golden State and be the seven seed, and set the way for what I anticipate as an all LA conference finals. So. I, I I don't think that they're going to be beaten by Dallas, but it's interesting. So we'll we'll rock with high star picks right now. So you're saying in the let's let's run it from the top. Exactly. Let's and get bold. Utah and LA. Mind your mouth. Mind your mouth now. <laughs> Y'all need to put respect on Utah as well. Mind though. your mouth though. Everybody needs to respect defending Utah. champions. And this is the only reason that I'm gonna say LA because I don't like Rudy Gobert. I'm gonna keep it up with my dislike <laughs> for today. I don't like Rudy Gobert. In our I don't next. like how, he, like right now, he has me wanting to spray Lysol on the mic when I finish up and all of that. I don't like how he did all of that. I don't like how he finished. I'm like, I'm I'm very small, like compared to Shaq, mm-hmm. but I don't like how he plays as a big man. He fumbles too much to be getting paid that much. But <laughs> So you're just not interested in, in anything so Gobert. So I will say, I, I will... The momentum in the NBA, it's LeBron's NBA, so I will say that the Lakers will pull off something dramatic. Is Go ahead. Never mind. Nah, because I was thinking, is uh, Donovan is Donovan uh, healthy? He's been on and off. I think he is right. back now, but he's he's been in and out for the last couple of weeks of the season, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. So you, you can go ahead and give the nod to the Los Angeles Lakers in the first one. 
in the four five matchup, the Clippers and the Mavericks. Who you got? Go Why are we doing it? Exactly. Why are we doing this right now? Gonna be disrespectful. We going in. We in the West. We we going on Dallas. Dallas. Bum. I'm a Luca believer. Okay. The upset. You heard it here first, folks. In the three six matchup, Denver or Portland? Yee. Denver. Is Jamal Murray back? No, he's That's out the all the season. Yeah. Portland. Mm. Portland. Okay. Even but I, Denver I, is my Denver is another. Again, they they like Utah to me. They got to put respect where respect is due. And then in the leading two, up to this. Then the two seven matchup, the Phoenix Suns led by Sun. That's not the Suns. They just Sun, right? Huh? The Are, Phoenix Suns. Come on. It is the Phoenix Suns led by CP3 versus the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> y'all, if y'all could see the stuff that happens in studio with this dude, bro, like I don't even know why I keep having him back, man. It's because y'all be asking. That's the only reason. Here on Carolina Sports Talk, hosted by your man, Big Cliff. As always, you can listen to us on Apple Music. Nope, nope, on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sure you probably could get it on Apple Music. You can do a little bit of anything Search. with the technology. But you can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, again, I'm in studio with DJ Highstar, who is fretting this next pick for some reason. All right. Who you got, Sun or the Warriors? I'm going to give that to the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Um, well, that's going to be a great, great series. But I think Chris Paul can get a lot out of Aiton um, in, in this role as like, yo, you being in the playoffs and we got a mission. And I think Book is going to show up. Now, they're not going to – listen, I don't want to do this to Wardell. But <sighs> you know what? Because nothing's stamped until we finish recording. So – Nah, I got Golden State. I got Golden State knocking off you know the number what? two with respectfully knocking off number two. I'm gonna give you that for 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 having the the fortitude to go ahead on with it, and even more so because I 1,000 percent agree with you, bro. Here's gonna be the key, Kevon Looney with his big goofy self. Mm-hmm. I think he is going to lock up defensively, Aiden. And Aiden's not going to be comfortable. The championship pedigree of Mr. Uh, Stephen Curry, along with the quietest as it's kept, averaging 12 assists per game, Mr. Big Head himself, uh, Michigan State alum. Mm-hmm. Your man D. Dog, Pause. listen. <laughs> Dre, listen, Dre. Mr. Green is out here balling, bro. Like, he is placing Steph in the position that he needs to be able to score. He is distributing. He is defensively aggravating everybody's major centers, the fours, everybody. And he is playing some good ball. He is even shooting 41% in the last three weeks from the three. This guy is playing some amazing ball right now, dog. And I think that is just going to be too much, even for Chris Paul. And he's going to, they're going to send him out with a first line, first round loss so he can come on to LA next year like he should have been back in 2006. But the West, <laughs> the West playoffs, however you slice it, it's going to be good ball, yeah. bro. Like I'm excited for it. Now we're going to slide over to the East. I did not want to come over here. As you can probably tell, I've been hesitating. But um, we've got Charlotte as the eight seed going up against Brooklyn. And you've got Washington as the seven seed. Um, Who? No, no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Charlotte is the eight seed going up against Philly and Washington From going against which, Brooklyn. Which playoffs are you talking about? That's what your, your picks Who? were, wasn't it? I didn't make, I made my play-in picks already? Yeah. Or if not, let's, oh, did I just imagine Make them for me pretty much. <laughs> did I lean based on what I thought you were going to do? 
Okay, well, let's do it now. Seven, eight, Boston and Washington. Who you got? Um, okay, Washington. Okay. Uh, piggyback off of my point from earlier, in other words, when I was giving commentary. Right. That's on. where I thought with based on what you said. Okay, got it. All right, so nine ten, you are taking nine ten, um, mm-hmm. taking Charlotte. All right, and then the loser. Even though I do, I want to say this. I like Sabonis. I like Sabonis, yo. He's 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 a problem. He's a bucket, bro. So in the seven ten, Charlotte versus Boston for the eight seed. Who you going? Mm. Mm -hmm. Kemba versus his old team. Yeah, ooh, for a chance in the playoffs with Ball. Just it's a healthy Jalen Brown. No, he's out for the season. Got you. Gone. And Charlotte is pretty healthy right now. Uh huh. Yeah, Charlotte. Uh huh. See, so we could have saved the last two minutes and twelve seconds. Oh, that's everything that you said. (laughs) You read my mind. So as we go into the first seed, Philadelphia 76ers coming up against the eight seed Charlotte Hornets. Who you got? Uh, I think they'll make it a good series, honestly, because Philly is, I'm a, well, this is the perfect time to explain my gripes with Philly. Go. They're always the squad that uh, underachieves and, it never lives up to the hype. They're comparable to like a Dallas Cowboys, if you will. Yes, that shots at all of the Cowboy fans. They always the team that got all of the hype in the offseason and don't perform now. Couple that this year with their head coach, though. So. Mm. And Doc right? has Doc has the pedigree. And you know what he's gonna deliver because mm-hmm. of what he delivered in the Clippers time. And the East might be a different arena for him where he can he can propel him to, you know, different lengths. So all of that being said. I like Philly uh, for that for that series. Okay, I I agree, and I but that's I do, my beef with Philly. Man. <laughs> I do want to disagree with you though. I don't think they'll make it good. I think it's four one, and they win easily. Uh, let's drop down to the second seeded Brooklyn Nets Watch out versus for Ben Simmons. <laughs> Listen, Ben Ben start messing around and shooting them threes like he has been. They, there was a little stretch where he was upwards of about thirty six percent. So for him, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Jason. All right. So. <laughs> That's not even a question. Achieving Anyways, go ahead. All right. So we've got the second-seeded Brooklyn Nets against the seven-seeded Washington Wizards. Who you got? Healthy Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brooklyn. Is there, like, just go ahead and pencil them cats in to the East for the finals. But anyway, we're going to drop up to the third-seeded Milwaukee Bucks versus the sixth-seed Miami. Now, Miami has that pedigree. They've, they've got the experience from the bubble. Um, they're starting to play healthy at this point. And so to see them, first of all, avoiding a play-in was a kind of a success for them. I think they're taking this time, this next week and a half, before the actual playoffs start on March 22nd, to get healthy and get themselves together. So they could be very, very dangerous, especially led by uh, the former Bull, the Tom Thibodeau disciple. You know what I'm saying? And so, like yeah. – Well, that's enough of that. What you got? Who you got? Well, the the interesting thing about that matchup as well is Milwaukee's another team that'll fumble a bag or really underachieve in in situations where, you know, we're expecting them to perform. So, And Jimmy Butler is somebody that'll really take your heart whenever he can smell blood. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be set up for Miami to make it entertaining, I believe. Um, The um, X Factor, I believe, right now for Milwaukee is Mike Bibby Jr., um, who Eric Bledsoe? Yes. Yo, anytime he's on the floor, I'm like, oh, nah. When they got the bodyguard out here, right, right. 
Son, Yo, get off the weights, bro. Exactly. He's so I think he's the little X factor. He kind of mellows Chris out um, to Chris Middleton, making him not the primary ball handler slash scorer um, outside of Giannis. So you know, all that being said, Drew been playing some good ball. Drew, what Bledsoe? Drew, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come again? <laughs> Holiday, bro. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all of that being said, I'm going to uh, go with Miami. Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. There is one matchup remaining uh, in the Eastern Conference, and it is the 4-5 matchup against the team not from – the team from – excuse me, from New York that's not the Brooklyn Nets versus the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, – one of these teams shouldn't be here. It's a Cinderella story. The other team is the Hawks. What are your thoughts on the game, sir? First of all, I put mad point of reference. On exactly. Your um, so with <laughs> with Eric though, he's with the Pelicans right now, or he's with he's with Milwaukee. He's not True. With, yeah. No, I'm just saying Eric Bledsoe is not with Milwaukee though. No. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to tell the listeners because I'm catching myself on air. All right. We're going to get to. I said Cliff. Drew Bled- gonna, You said Drew Bledsoe, though. Bro. No, right, exactly. But I was I was mixing Eric Bledsoe and, and your yeah, man. Listen, but, famous guys have done it, so you're good. So <laughs> I'm going to get to Big Cliff in a second, but I just did want to make that correction. But in in any regard, Drew Holiday is doing his thing. But now to go the New easiest York, go pick go, go New York, go for y'all to have go. throughout all the. If you're a gambling man, listen to DJ Highstar right now. Mm-hmm. It's the Knicks. I'm not even going to give uh, Knicks and five, Knicks and six. Really? What? Nah. What? You want me to? No. Oh, but nah. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I just want to see a good series. But yeah, the Knicks are going to. The Knicks are going to win. So I've heard some call your boy. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say it on the name on the air, but they've called him a certain version of Steph Curry. Um, and so the boy can shoot, and he is playing good ball. You mean Trey? Yeah. Mr. Young is out here doing the thing, man. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, he's just a special, special (laughs) talent, a special, special version. Listen, and he needs everything that he's got in his bag right now. All those special tricks. Like, he's just, like, out here doing the thing, bro. Like, shooting from the logo, shooting from half court. Like, the boy. All the theatrics is fine. But (sighs) three points is three points. Yeah, listen, and he scores a bunch of them. I am worried about your Knicks in the first round. Now, I will say that there's the season that they've had, this Cinderella run, if you would. I mean, no, they're balling. Like we talked about the Kobe connection and the Mamba mentality, the culture that's built there. And, and, and I really feel like it's a, they've changed, if nothing else, if they lose this round, which I believe they will, I think that they've changed the culture there so much so that you hear it on all of the networks, the four letters, the three letters. All of them are saying that the cultures have cha- the culture has changed, and so now it may end up being a destination. At the end of the day, it's New York. Who doesn't want to you know do anything at the top of any market in their profession? And so the New York market is going to be what it is. The Knicks have changed the minds of folks to be able to be a destination team and really kind of grow from what they've had this year. So even if y'all are out in the first round, I think next year y'all will be ready, more seasoned, out. and you know out of all of noise. the teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Looking across all of them, the Knicks, the Knicks, to me, the Nuggets and the, well, the Knicks, the Nuggets, the Lakers and the Warriors hate to lose the most. I may throw the Spurs in there. 
But the Knicks, if you've noticed this year, the difference, the big difference is they hate to lose. They hate to lose. Hate it. Some teams, it's the antithesis where they really don't mind. There's some teams right now in the playoffs that really don't mind. Memphis. Alone, yeah, but but again, yeah, there's teams that that don't mind losing, but then that's the difference with them this year, right? They hate losing. Mm -hmm. I hear you, bro. They're just gonna be hating all the way home. Yeah, I was throwing that alley oop to you. I know, I know. Hey, it's cool though. You know what I mean? And you found that late, but go ahead. I did whole time, but I got it though. We out here though. But no, so I, I'm, I'm excited for the whole round, first round on both sides. Like you said, um, there's some really, really good basketball getting ready to get played. Um, and we're all in for the treat. As I mentioned. So we're going to pro- progressively go through the picks yes. as the rounds go? Absolutely. Perfect. So if, right. if the fans so requested and you still so have the availability, we'll get you back here on another episode mm-hmm. of Carolina mm-hmm. Sports Time. Carolina Sports Talk <laughs> and get it on through. So as we move forward, I do want to jump into an email today. You've got mail. Mail time. <laughs> so it is an email from our one of our regulars, uh, Mr. Chris Dickey. Oh. His email says, Big Cliff, uh, thanks for the shout out. I always enjoy the episodes with you and DJ Highstar. A few things. And he made a list. The first thing on his list says, this is definitely not the best draft that the Carolina Panthers have had. Have you forgotten about Cam Newton? I'll stop and pause there. Who? I mean, I know the name. Is is that the guy that got kicked out of Florida? Cam, Cam. Don't become that guy, bro. Cam. I just can't remember. But either Don't way. Don't be that guy, bro. Cam Newton is possibly one of the greatest players that we have ever drafted. But as a whole, as a collective unit, this draft really upgraded our team. Like, if, 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 if we want to use this as a scenario, if we went into the draft on Madden with an overall team rating of let's say and i'm gonna be honest here let's say we were at a 78 before the draft with the seven picks that we had turning them into 11 picks and then each one of those positions being actual great fits and the best pick during the time it took us from that 78 ish range i'm honestly and realistically i'm going to say we are at least an 85 right now Hmm. and 85 in an nfc Mm, we've got the eighth easiest schedule in the league this year. It is the by far the best draft and has put us in the best position to be the most productive team this year. So appreciate that, but <clears throat> wrong. So moving forward, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts better live up to the hype. To your hype. To your hype. That's what he said. Kyle Pitts better live up to your hype. I'm tired of hearing about him every week. He's probably gonna be a bust. Like if y'all can, no, like listen. y'all gotta hear Dickie's voice, bro. Like Chris Dickie's voice. Like to to hear read that, you gotta read that in his voice, dog. Kyle Pitts is gonna be like that, and the only reason that he won't be watch watch how I bring this full circle is if Mr. J C Horn prohibits his career from being that, and I'm fully okay with that. If that means my team is succeeding and shutting down the guy and, and not making him be who he has that potential to be, I'm good with that. Either way, it's a, it's going to be a hot or a cold take. At the I'm end winning. Of the season <laughs> it's a for, dub. Um, for Brother Dickie. It's yeah. going to be a hot or a cold take. So we got to revisit that. His next point says, and, and I'll let you respond to this one, right. the Knicks will not get a good free agent superstar. They are going to have to build this thing from the bottom through the draft process. Thoughts? <laughs> 
Yeah, and uh, that's always the traditional thing to say for more seasoned uh, <laughs> sports fans. He call you, you know? old. <laughs> but no, I understand what he's saying. And I mean, this is true. But my only point is that money money moves a lot of stuff behind mm-hmm. the scenes. So, you know, um, Trey Burks. Okay. He's probably the third highest paid on the roster right now, probably between him and D Rose, I believe. Okay. But you know, things things as far as salary and stuff change a lot of those things, of course, and a lot of people look to, you know, just manufacture or help to accelerate the process as as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they just had the discussion today on sports talk about if New York is a great destination for free agents or attractive destination. And, you know, Everybody knows that answer, but the the problem has always been, and why Brooklyn had been more attractive at the time Kyrie and all of them did their thing, is that New York wasn't doing the right thing organization-wise. Right. You know, Dolan was mess, messing a lot up. Absolutely. And so now he's kind of giving those reins again. Shout out to Leon Rose and World Wide West. He's giving those reins a little bit um, to them, more or less. And Thibodeau, I know, has a, you know, a say-so and had his, his fo- whole footprint on the actual product that they're putting out there. So free agents that's coming, they know that they're going to be buying into a vibe to mm-hmm. go to a championship, like a road to a championship or whatever like that. So it's it's attractive for free agents. And we've talked about it before and even with different connotations, but culture matters. You're like, you, you're sick of the buzzword culture, culture. Oh, I'm doing it for the culture. But when you have that camaraderie, that 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 energy that it's – it's, it's a culture. It's a feeling that people, when they see it, they can pinpoint it. They can recognize it. We mentioned last week the 2015 Panthers. You, When you see it, you know it. You see it. Like, you get it often, and that's why a lot of people prefer college sports in some instances because the care is there much more. When you have that type of thing, people want to be a part of that. So, no, I, I disagree with him completely. I really do believe New York is going to be able to get some folks coming in and want to be a part of that. And the last one um, – his last point is actually one that I got from a couple of people in some conversations. He says the Jay-Z parody clip was funny. So they went from clamoring for uh, DJ Highstar to actually wanting, they want, they want deep, they want hove out here, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I appreciate all the love and all of the um, respect <laughs> that y'all have given the um, Carolina sports, sports talk. Shout out to Big Cliff and DJ Highstar. <laughs> we appreciate your hope. I, I won't be able to really make it every week. I don't think y'all can really afford my my rider or my invoices. So, uh, <laughs> you know, these ones is off the arm. It's for free. My dog appreciate it. Y'all give it up for uh, Mr. Uh, Jay Z. <laughs> well, Happened to be boy. in Charlotte this week, huh? Yeah, he just popped see in. You later, bro. Yo, tell Beyonce we say hey exactly. on the way out, yeah, man. All of that, all of that. <laughs> all right, right. Coming up next, we're gonna jump straight into quick hits. Quick hits is where we take off some headlines from the news, just give you a quick response to them, and move on through. So, first up in quick hits today. Veteran quarterback Brian Hoyle is set to re-sign with the New England Patriots, joining a crowded position headlined by Chris, uh, excuse me, Cam Newton, 2021 first-round draft choice, Mr. Mac Jones, and third-year veteran Jared Stidham. Bro, do they even want Cam to play in New England? At this point, it doesn't seem like it. 
but very loosely, loosely third year veteran. I mean, he's still young guy, but yeah, I think they just um when yeah, they just put in Cam up against the most. But hey, if he if he proves it out all of this, then no question. Yeah, we want the best for the fella, man, but he's he's gonna have to work for it. And maybe he he steps up and becomes Superman as a result. Speaking of the former Carolina Panthers, the New York Giants signed former first round rounder Kelvin Benjamin. Bruh. <laughs> Mr. Uh when did, uh, what's, uh the ball headed guy who was on um Booger McFarlane, goodness. Booger said famously a couple of years back, Kelvin Benjamin is about a Popeye's biscuit away from playing tight end. And his statements came true. He must have went to the Popeye's and got two of them biscuits because the Giants have worked him out at both tight end and at wide receiver. They're trying to have him in a hybrid role. Do you what do you, what do you think? You think he'll be able to make it? You can't spell Kel you you can't. Hold up. You got to catch that L, bro. Hold on. You were saying? You can't spell Kelvin Benjamin without the L and the B. Ooh. Even though linebacker is different than tight end. but No, it's for pounds. But you know what? I'm going to give myself one. <laughs> you never had no elite hands like that in Carolina. Or speed. So now, I granted, I get it that and even the whole shade with I'd have been better off in my career if I had a better accurate quarterback. I mean, you can't really too much argue with that. But even with a better quarterback, you were catching passes. Well, you were having passes thrown at you from Patrick Mahomes, and you wasn't catching them. So that just dispelled all of that thought. So, uh, yet still, we wish you the best, sir. While we're staying in New York, the New York Yankees have um, another staff member test positive for COVID-19, bringing the team total to nine in a week. Now, this was especially odd because all nine of the staff members received the COVID vaccination shots. Which one? They received the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccination shot. The Dollar General charcoal version. <laughs> Why are they even still using that one, bro? Like, this if nothing else, this should really tell Johnson Johnson, yo, man, y'all stick to the baby lotion, man. Let somebody else do this other, this other thing. I mean... We wish them guys a speedy recovery. Um, and we recommend everybody wearing your masks and getting vaccined, vaccinated. We're not going to talk about how everybody, oh, no, you can be around me. I'm vaccinated. Bro, how do I know? Leave your mask on, please. Thank you. Appreciate it. Six feet. Give me mine. But, again, nonetheless, we wish them all well. Uh, staying in New York, Mr. Giancarlo Stanton has been placed on the IR. Uh, he's hitting 282 with nine homers, 24 RBIs. Uh, in the third, in his thirty three games this season, as the Yanks go, as Stanton goes, the Yanks go. So, uh, absolutely, we absolutely, really, really, really wish him a speedy recovery. I hope he comes back healthy and able to help help us get this new pennant, man. What you think? Yeah, I mean that's one of the big names in the faces faces of the franchise. <laughs> Your water pretty good, bro. You just tearing up everything over there. We're almost done with quick hits, man. <laughs> so two goals from Stahl helped lift the Carolina Hurricanes past the Predators 5-2 to two in their opening round in the NF NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Carolina has a record of 36-12-8. They were first in the Central Division. Uh, this, actually, this game actually had 12,000 fans in attendance. Now, I know we don't devote a whole lot of time to hockey here on Carolina Sports Talk, but I absolutely love the Canes. I am excited. I feel like 2006 all over again. Uh, that was the year we won the, the uh, Stanley Cup, and 
I'm, I'm excited just for another championship here in the Carolinas. You, do you watch hockey at all or? Nah, but I mean, I, I used to um, definitely. Rangers has always been my team, um, but no, I, I just no. <clears throat> just answer your question quickly. <laughs> well, the shout out to the Canes, and we definitely hope but, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and yeah, shout out to the Carolina team, though. Yeah, absolutely. that's the Hurricanes. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm well versed enough to know things of that nature. And shout out to the Stingrays as well. Ha ha! Are there teams still? Doubt it. ECHL, shout out. Okay. Well, as we move forward to quick hits, bro, you got a couple of topics you're going to jump on real quick, right? Uh, very quickly, all right? Um, Kwame Brown, uh, he's been resurfaced. Uh, okay, I don't know where I can, where my ceiling is right now <laughs> because I've already made a bet, but it looks like he may be selling you that Dollar General charcoal, okay? Um, but uh, all right, so I got to get the rim Kwame, shot every right, time so you exactly. come on. So all right, well, Kwame Brown, he's been back, and, and I mean, he looks, he looks fine. He looks, he looks great. He looks like um, one of the first time visitors whenever the pastor asks for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he, for those who um, may not know, listened, <laughs> he listened to uh, Gilbert Arenas and uh, on the um, All the Smoke podcast that's hosted by Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes. They got to talking about him. Uh, Arenas, of course, you know, had history of playing with him in Washington. And Arenas alluded to the fact that Michael Jordan killed Kwame Brown's confidence uh, and compared him to a show pony. A show pony. Mm. Couple that with other jokes that he's probably heard in the media, like the um, Toronto LA Laker um, with Kobe's 81 point game to give the box score for that night and say, like, um, first of all, they give like another duo from the other side, like Jalen Rose and so and so combined for whatever, and then it says Kwame Brown and Kobe Bryant combined for eighty-two points. You know? <laughs> for those of you who may not know, in that particular night, Kobe Bryant scored eighty-one <laughs> points. <laughs> so that's got dad joke written all over it. Big um, and so he he got, he gets on and responds. Um, I had no issue with his response. He was he was. He was being frank, a little too open. It seemed like he was breaking a lot of uh, NBA bro code laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, my my only thing is his second response. He was in a vehicle, okay? Mm-hmm. He's looking like Big Daddy Kane. He's looking like Big Daddy Kane as far as with his hat and everything like that. And it looked like in the background that he was driving on one of South Carolina highways. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring all of that up into perspective. We may be able to put it up on the... On the show's uh, Instagram page, perhaps, uh-huh. but uh-huh. this is—I'm uh, just telling you what I saw. So, anyways, um, shout out to Kwame Brown. Your Van Hoysen shirts um, and your Cole Hand shirts that you're wearing and stuff like that from Jay Z Penny. Shout out to you, bro. Moving right along, though, to your man, uh, the one and only Jermaine Cole. Mm-hmm. I know it's a switch up. We are still in a sports podcast, absolutely, but uh, be remiss if we didn't recognize the brother. Um, Fayetteville, North Carolina's very own. Carolina, Carolina, uh, Carolina. He just dropped some hot fire too, bro. Absolutely did. His new joint is like that, bro. Yeah. If y'all yeah. ain't checked out the off season, man, J. Cole, shout out to you, bro. Now, have you seen that clip going around surfacing where there's somebody, I'm hoping that it's not him, but that looks eerily similar. That's, J. Cole-esque. <laughs> that slam dunks um, so viciously in Russell Westbrook-esque. That they end up like falling on their face or on their side whenever they no 
Oh, I got to check that. We gotta you got to, right? bro. I, mandatory. Okay, so we'll, I'll show it to you after the okay after the, we record and stuff. But um, shout out to rapper J. Cole. He made his pro hoops debut with the Basketball Africa's League. Excuse me, Basketball Africa League's Patriots uh, of Rwanda, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So um, he actually finished with three points, three rebounds, and two assists in just under 18 minutes of action. Sounds like prime time DJ high star in my Fort Dorchester junior varsity hey. days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just doing enough. I'm out on the just, box sheet. Exactly. Just contributing <laughs> enough. All right. Um, but yeah, shout out to Jermaine Cole for re- releasing his album and, and getting that highlight of the putback of the uh, layup. It looked a little unconventional, but it did look like a 36-year-old was putting back Literally a, a 36-year-old rookie. <laughs> and if you catch layup. his assist, his assist, one of his assists looked like a... It was nice, but it looked like as a 36-year-old in your head, you'd be like, yo, I'm I killed that. Off. Like, I finesse. <laughs> I, I killed that. And you see it on camera. <laughs> it's like, no. And then, but shout out to my dog though. They did call him for the technical free throw shot. So, yeah, shout out to Mr. Cole, man. You out here dropping fire and shooting fire. Caroline is very on, so we will be following you, of course. Absolutely. And I may get me a um, Rwanda Patriots jersey. I might have to get one for the wall because at the end of the day, Cole, Cole's like that's my guy. Well, that is going to do it for our episode this week. Uh, High Star, anything you want to go ahead and highlight to people? Thank you for being on again. Yo, man, I really appreciate all of the feedback and appreciate you having me back on sincerely and humbly. I did want to shout out, um, you know, Rock Hill. I, I don't know what the politics of everything going on with the Panthers are right now and how that's affecting uh, future construction of anything. But I do want to salute y'all for that sports complex and adjacent parking garage to host uh, companies like the Big Shots and the AAUs of the world and YBOAs and really have a hub, a respectable hub here in the Carolinas, right there on the South Carolina, North Carolina border pretty much for the nation to kind of travel to. And um, like, because the, it's, a, it's a great complex. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a real nice complex. It is. It's really, it's like that, man. So shout out to Rock Hill. My city, my city. Uh, <laughs> Well, dog, we appreciate it. And as always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on Car- or at Carolina Sports Talk on Instagram. Hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. And you can always check the show out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, this is your man, Big Cliff. We appreciate you. And we out. Peace. <laughs>